and welcome to the Colour Pink podcast, that podcast that's all about women, chatting about all that women stuff. My name is Abby Gibson, I am ever your host, <laughs> and today I've been joined by Bridie Gibbs. What's up? Round of applause. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> applause here on the Colour Pink podcast. <laughs> what did you say to me about the Colour Pink? Well, I was just like, not the podcast, but I don't actually like the Colour Pink that much. Not how you said it, though. I know. <laughs> she just comes in like, I actually don't like the Colour Pink. And I'm like, thanks, Bridie. I meant the actual colour. So glad I'm having you on as a guest. I know. No, I was a proper what they call tomboy when I was a kid. Right. Nothing was pink. Everything was blue, a little bit of purple. That's mm. as far as I'll go. To be fair, I was like that. I remember actually wearing like boys' clothes because I was yes. so like women I'm literally wearing my granddad's fleece right now (laughs) and working it can I say so this week we're talking everything relationships yes mainly focusing on romantic relationships Mm -hmm. but as ever with this podcast things go the way they go (laughs) and we talk the way we talk nice slogan thank you I know we have a different slogan every week I swear so (laughs) the first thing we kind of want to talk about is the expectations of well marriage yeah so what were you saying i was kind of saying is that i've been in relationships before don't get me wrong and the kind of idea that you grow up you get married you have children and that's kind of the way that things are Mm -hmm. and i hate that just because when i'm in a relationship i become a different person Mm. i become someone that is just completely loyal to that person and i completely forget about myself i neglect myself completely and i'm a lot stronger on my own like i'm more emotionally stable when i'm on my own i'm more financially stable when i'm on my own (laughs) true and it's like i i struggle to see the point anymore and i'm just like why can't i just skip the marriage part obviously to have babies you kind of have to have a dude at some point or another but there are ways around that now Mm. with like science and stuff so do you have no desire to have a, a partner whatsoever See, this is the thing. I wouldn't mind happily getting married and just being a stay-at-home mum. Don't get me wrong. That is like, oh, goals. But I feel like I'm too strong a person to kind of not have a career. Like, I'm very career-driven. Okay. I've had seven jobs at one time once, and that was absolutely mental. I mean, first of all, why? Yeah, Yeah, I know what you mean. I think I was definitely like you when I was single. Um, But being in a relationship, definitely, like, sort of, it does twist your yeah. view because I'm really, really happy with my boyfriend. That's because you've and- fallen in love. <laughs> That's the thing. And I, I completely appreciate this. If you fall in love, good for you. You're one of the few Thanks. that I envy so much because yeah. I've never quite got there. And it's just like I've kind of put up with boys. Sorry if any of my exes are actually listening to this. <laughs> Hello, Bridie's exes. <laughs> but, like, I'm sorry, you just it wasn't there that it wasn't mm. true love and if that comes along then fab i'll totally be all for it yeah. but at the same time i'm probably still going to be my hot-headed yeah. self but to be fair i think you're right that there is a huge expectation on it's just sort of a done thing that you're going to get yeah. married and have children and that's not necessarily for everyone like when my parents got divorced for example that properly put me off marriage and to be fair then when I got with Dan I'm like you know what I wouldn't mind it like when the right Mm. time comes along but my sister for example she is completely put off marriage like forever she really has no interest in getting married at all fair enough she always says she's just going to be the drunk auntie which (laughs) that's what I keep getting called now and I'm like first of all I don't drink that much (laughs) second of all ouch like I'm perfectly capable of having children myself whether it's adoption whether it's whatever IVF all of this stuff like 
I don't kind of need to be in a relationship anymore. Yeah. And I like, I'm, I'm glad that we're at that time now where I can kind of have children on my own. Yeah. But for me, it's a completely different story because my parents met when they were 17 and 16, have been together ever since. Wow. And it's like, that's how I imagined it would happen. And then when I got my first boyfriend when I was around 16, and that obviously didn't last. <laughs> that he's and now then not the your one husband. after that. Still not my husband, and I'm not going to carry on, mm. but <laughs> it, it still hasn't happened. See, the thing is, like, I love that you've got to this point, but all I can ever remember when I've been single is desperately wanting a boyfriend. Like, don't get me wrong, I was, when I finally got to it, I was really happy being single because yeah. it did mean I just get to focus on me and, like, m- what I want to do with my life. But literally, like, <laughs> this is so funny, actually. I, um, did you ever, when you were, like, younger, send, like, an email to your future self? I mean, in a sense, yeah, I wrote a letter, but yeah. the old-fashioned way. So, yeah, there is, there's, like, an actual website where you can send uh, an email and it won't get delivered until, like, however later. Wow. And 15-year-old me <laughs> sent an email to 18-year-old me wow. um, on the day after the world was going to end, you know, in 2012. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what 15-year-old me wanted to know? Um, about 18 year old me did I have a boyfriend yet do you have a boyfriend is he nice <laughs> are you a virgin <laughs> I love that it's brilliant it genuinely is like it, it said um, are you a virgin um, but there's nothing wrong with waiting for the right person and I was like, thanks 15 year old me thanks you're so supportive <laughs> um <laughs> But literally, yeah, like my whole world revolved around having a boyfriend. It's like Angus Thongs and Perfect Snuggin yeah, but it is, my entire life. Yeah, <laughs> it is weird though, because like why was I putting that pressure on myself from literally like the age of eight? It yeah. was a, it was this, like a status thing. You had so, like, to have a boyfriend. Yeah, otherwise you weren't pretty and you weren't desirable and like Ugh. all that. And it just, it I honestly felt like, do you, I mean, maybe you have this. Do you feel like you have the reputation of the single friend? At the moment, yeah, I didn't realise it until very recently. Yeah. But I was like, "Oh no, it's me!" <laughs> like it's never been me because I've I've been in me. yeah I've been in relationships. Um, I've been in quite a few since I was um, not the same time, obviously, but <laughs> since I was sixteen and yeah. I'm now twenty, so four years, okay. And like I feel like I'm twenty years old and I've already given up. And I'm like, how tragic <laughs> is that? I've completely given up. And the thing is, people are like, "Oh, why didn't you try girls?" And I'm like, first of all. <laughs> I know that I'm straight. I don't need you to test me. It's not Thank how sexuality much. works. It's not quite works like that. <laughs> Second of all, why do I need boys anyway? It's yeah. fine. I'm, I'm over that. <laughs> I think I think the important thing to remember is that when, like, with getting in a relationship, you can't actively seek it out. Mm-hmm. It, it literally, it just happens. Like, and, and I met my boyfriend in a nightclub. And honestly, that that was how random it was. Like, if we hadn't, if we had gone to a different place or decided not to go out that night, we wouldn't have met. And that was like over three years ago. Oh my gosh, I did not realise that. Because the other part of me is like, when we do go out to like clubs and stuff, like we've been out before. And I generally go out to dance because I enjoy dancing. But then I dress up to look nice, mm-hmm. not for other people, just because I'm going out, so I'm going to dress up, yeah. like that kind of thing. I don't go out often, so it's nice. Yeah. But then you always get that person that comes up to you that kind of doesn't come up to you from the front, just comes up to you from behind. And you're like, yes. wow, okay, no thank you. Literally. Oh my God, it's the <laughs> worst. But yeah, I totally get it. And especially with, I think, I don't know if this is, common for all girls our age but i know us girls when we dance i mean we get 
down we do <laughs> it is all in the hips it's it literally is. we might as well not be doing anything else we're, we're literally just hip dancing which is, attracts a yeah. certain kind of attention yes it does <laughs> yeah and but i love dancing like that like yeah. it's just it's just the way you hilarious. move and the thing is like especially for us as well because we're quite short people mm-hmm. we're in the kind of five foot range <laughs> So part of me is kind of like, well, I can't see that far down anyway, so it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> everyone's like six foot. We get lost among the knees <laughs> and the ankles. <laughs> but it's just like, I do get the fact that going out clubbing is stereotypically to like hook up with someone yeah. and get with someone. But it's not necessarily the case. And I'm just like, just have a conversation first mm. before you start grinding on someone. That, that's that's the, all my we only ask. ask. <laughs> Ask uh, know know her name. Yes, first. Exactly. Uh, my name's pretty hard to come by anyway, so you're gonna remember it as well. <laughs> oh my gosh! We put out on Twitter that we were doing a podcast about relationships today, and um, we've had a tweet in from Lydia, which says, "What are your opinions on expectations for the man to pay forward slash make oh, the first man. move?" So I'm gonna come out and say this now. I've been on a fair few dates. Mm-hmm. And every time it's either been 50-50 or I've ended up paying slightly more. Really? Yes. So, for example, the last date I went on, I went to the cinema and he paid for the tickets Mm -hmm. and I paid for the food. And the food was more expensive. (gasps) First of all, cinema is what you're playing at. Second of all, that's just the way it is. Whoever pays for the tickets, the next person pays. I just think that that's the way you do things. But sometimes you do get lads that are kind of like... No, it's okay. I'll pay. And if he's got his card out and he's bipped it and that's fine, yeah. Then there's nothing you can really do about it and you just offer to pay next time. Yeah. And like I feel a bit really insecure with the fact that people are like, "Oh, I'm going to pay for you." Unless I'm at a point in my life where I'm actually really poor. Yeah. Then I'm like, "Yeah, you can." <laughs> I think it's always really important for any whoever is on the date. So obviously this is sort of a uh, this would be a heterosexual yeah. date. I don't know how um you know the gay relationships do no. it cuz that must be a whole other thing. Like, who's like paying? the straight people <laughs> have like a, a, a solid thing worked out. <laughs> but then the gay the gay couples and the lesbian couples are like so which which one is it supposed to be? I'm not really sure. <laughs> but um I think it's always really really important to offer yeah i think but offer with the intention that you are going to at least play pay half yeah definitely have you watched first first dates on channel four yes that I is, have. that's always a pivotal point on the date yeah and i think there's even been conversations where they've been where um the woman in the straight like, there's a man yeah. and a woman on a date and the woman is like um i'm not going to see you again if you don't pay that that annoys me that's rude it just doesn't like i don't understand why that we've been brought up by with mm. that like i understand holding the door open for someone but like but that's just being polite do that yeah it's just yeah. politeness it's just like i mean obviously if you are in a situation where the person knows that you're a little bit out of pocket yeah. then fair enough yeah but not, you'd always you say i'll get it, it i'll get it next time exactly i think yeah it's I think essentially what it must come down to is that many, 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 many years ago, the man was the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. He brought in all the money for the wife. So the wife actually didn't really have an income of her own, therefore didn't, couldn't pay. Yeah. And it comes down to those traditional gender roles, yeah. which newsflash are not a thing anymore. No, they've gone. Yeah. I think we're pretty set. I think a lot of people are very set on the paying 50 50. Yeah. But another thing that Lydia brought up is the man making the first move. Right. See, okay. that is. I think that's very different. For me, I have. I've had my share. I say. I've definitely made the first move in some cases, but in other cases, I've deliberately waited mm. or have had no 
idea that it's coming at all when it comes. Oh, yeah. So I just... And I think if it is a good, like the perfect kind of thing, you both go for it at the same time. Yeah. I just assume you both that's kind the of way into it, yeah. that it happens. But I think for me, it's always been very one-sided. There's yeah. never been that 50-50. There's never been that bill split. <laughs> what is your expectation, though? Is it your you expect to be approached or are you happy to um, you know, ask someone out? I think it depends who it is. I mean, you asked me out on yeah, one day. <laughs> yeah, just like, do you want to go to the cinema? Yeah. No, I'm pretty chill about it. I don't mind. But I think it kind of depends with the conversation. There has to be a conversation first. Yeah. I think going in cold, just being like, hi, uh, do you want to go on a date? That scares me. When people yeah. do that to me, I'm just like, uh, no. It's bit, yeah, if it's a complete stranger, <laughs> yeah. that's random AF. Yeah. Like, that's madness. And even if it's like someone that... You do know, but you don't know them enough. Mm. Even then, it's kind of like, oh, I didn't know that you liked me like that. Yeah. Oh, feel a bit weird now. Don't know what to do. Bye. I think um, one thing about this is that, oh, gosh, I remember with my boyfriend, Dan, he was very much making the moves. Like, yeah. so we obviously, we swapped numbers. Like, I'm ignoring the whole club night, right? <laughs> that happened. But the next morning, we swapped numbers, and, you know, he t- he texted me first, and the thing is, I don't think I would have texted him first. Yeah. That was very much a rule at that time. I was like, I'm not no. texting him first. That's so keen. <laughs> I'm going to wait at least 48 and like, hours. And I swear, he asked me out about three times on the text before I actually said yes. <laughs> Eventually, he got me by saying, um, what are you doing next Tuesday? I think you're going out for drinks with a really cool guy or something like that. Nice. Um, but the thing is, so very nice and it's all worked out well, but I was very against sort of making mm, that move. Definitely. Um, and I was definitely like really afa- afraid of rejection, but I did go through a time when I was really, um, just did not care. I had very little inhibitions. <laughs> and like when I was going through like my single phase, if I was out in nightclubs, I genuinely would go over to guys and be like i think you're really fit and then <laughs> wow yeah honestly <laughs> see i couldn't do that i couldn't go up to someone and be like damn you're hot mm. because i just feel like i wouldn't like that if someone came over to me and said it yeah i rather kind of like have a conversation and get to know them a bit and then be like oh yeah blah blah, blah that film looks good oh yeah do you want to go see it like that's generally cinemas are usually my go-to yeah but like and the thing is, because cinemas, you're not supposed to talk, so you're not supposed to communicate. <laughs> However, I like to do a nice witty running commentary. And if they laugh at my jokes, I'm like, I'm in. Yes. <laughs> and then like, I'll take it from there. <laughs> it's not like, not like really annoying that you're just talking over the whole film. I love it. That's the thing. If people find me funny, even though I'm being annoying, they must be annoying also. So then we can just continue <laughs> to annoy each other for the rest of our lives. Wow. That is the way I see it. I never thought of it like that. <laughs> okay, so... Obviously, we're now in, we're in 2018, we're in a very modern digital age, mm-hmm. online dating. Mm-hmm. It is the new thing. So when I was talking about this with um, my friends Dee and Holly, yeah. who were on the live show, um, they were saying how, even though they're they're on, they have like online dating profiles, yeah. they are very hesitant to meet someone like really? through that okay. because of um, how they feel like they personally look, um, which obviously is a big thing. Do you have any... Well, I Are mean, you on Tinder, basically? I, wa- I was on Tinder, 
for a brief period of time mm-hmm. because I've been at uni for almost a year. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I've had enough of this. <laughs> I just want to meet someone. Yeah. I just want to meet someone that I can talk to and actually like converse with that isn't a complete moron. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Tinder, that'll work. <laughs> Oh, the obvious choice. So I got the usual ones that were kind of like, obviously only after one thing and all of this stuff. And I tried to be really witty and clever in my profile. I was like, yeah, I want to go on an adventure. Do you want to come with me? (laughs) I was like, oh, cringe. Anyway, so the one guy that actually caught my eye, he responded to my Twitter bio. Mm -hmm. Twitter bio? Tinder bio. Yep. uh, By asking me a question off of that. And we just carried on talking swapped numbers everything was going well nice and at the time i was living in milton Keynes, but commuting to bedford for uni yeah and he was from bedford so he was like um oh do you want to meet up uh go for dinner or something like go bowling and i was oh, like cute. you know what that's a good idea yeah. he ended up driving half an hour to milton Keynes, which first of all i was like damn wow and then um, got a car. Yes, he's got a car. Brilliant, love it. Uh, he also had a job. I was like, oh, what is yes. going on? And he wasn't that much older than me, so I was like, okay, because usually I'm quite, I look quite young for mm. my age. I act quite young for my age. Generally, people older than me don't find me attractive yeah. or funny. Who is this child? <laughs> Who even is she? She's not even old enough to buy a scratch. Where car. is her adult? <laughs> So, yeah, we ended up going out for dinner and then we went to the cinema because the bowling alley was packed mm-hmm. um, and it was actually a really good date. Nice. And nothing happened, no kisses, no hugs, nothing. Oh, wow. Uh, and I then left. I then saw him a couple of times later and uh, need I go on. And then um, after that, I just felt so kind of not awkward, but I just felt like it was so forced. I felt like okay. I'd deliberately gone out seeing that and then I was like you know what I can't do that so it was a nice time but you didn't fancy it no right I didn't and I was just like oh that's such a shame because he was lovely but it just wasn't there yeah and I know that that's specifically what tinder is for it's for meeting people uh, for romantic relationships and all of this stuff Mm -hmm. and I just did not agree with it I couldn't deal with it so that whole experience just put you off yeah, I deleted it. Within the second of wow. agreeing the date with him, I deleted it because I was like, well, I'm not interested in anyone else. Plus, I didn't want to get his name confused with anyone else. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm not very good That's on names. That's so interesting because, again, I I had Tinder, but this was like many years ago and yeah. I know it's changed a lot now. Um, but I had Tinder, but I, I had Tinder with like no intention to meet up with anyone. That doesn't make sense to yeah. me. Because there are people that are like at parties and stuff where people just swipe through. Like they give people their phones to swipe through. Yeah. And that doesn't make sense to me at all because yeah. I took it very seriously. Well, like I, I enjoy talking to people and it was kind of like a nice little like self esteem boost. Yeah, which I know, that's but, also true. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just, I honestly had no. Because the problem was with for me with Tinder is that anyone who I had a good conversation with, I look back at their pictures and I thought, oh, actually, I don't find you that attractive. <laughs> and anyone who I did find attractive was their like talking to a, like a potted plant. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I even remember on mine and Dan's first date, we compared Tinder profiles. And um, he talked about some of the Tinder dates that he went on, which again were kind of a similar thing to yeah. like you had. Like they just yeah, they met up and had a nice time, but there was nothing really there. Yeah. But some people have been like married through online dating. That does not make sense to me yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, that I does think, not make sense. I think online dating is not for this. I think this might be a bit controversial. I don't know, but I think online dating isn't for young people. Yeah, I think young people still are going out a lot. They're doing new things. They're like meeting new people all the time whereas yeah. i think online dating is for people who have been stuck in the same job and they're kind of stagnant yeah. so they're not meeting new people um 
I mean, that that might apply to young people, but I'm just sort of doing a sweeping generalisation of yeah. when people are older and potentially... And are, actually have their lives together, yeah, and but, like us. <laughs> yeah, but are potentially like still single or even yeah. like they're divorced or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's a whole other world that I would dread delving into again. Definitely. It's it's scary. And like, there's some like horror stories. There's like some Tinder... Let's find some. Yeah. Let's find some Tinder horror stories. <laughs> So, I found an Ask Reddit thread, um, which is titled, What is your Tinder horror story? So, this is obviously, these are random people from across the world <laughs> on the internet. This guy on Ask Reddit has po- replied to this thread saying, My buddy isn't the smartest man. He picked a chick up and drove to a motel. They're walking into the room and she goes, Oh no, I forgot my purse in the car. Do you mind if I go grab it? And he's like, Yeah, that's fine. And he tosses her the keys. Five minutes later, he walks outside wondering where she is and this car is gone. <laughs> that is just... Why would you do that? That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, it's oh. not funny, but that's so terrible. Can I say, on this thread as well, so many people are going, oh, my friend. My friend. <gasps> is it really your friend, though? Oh, this is a terrible one. Got a Tinder notification on my phone, realised I don't have Tinder and was holding my girlfriend's phone. Oh! <gasps> Well, that's a relationship over. Wow. See, but this is the thing, like, there's so many, like, horror stories for, like, it's, like, things, like, this is all my question, online though. dating sites. I have a question. Yeah. When you get in a relationship, at what point do you delete Tinder? That is an excellent question, because I did have Tinder, I feel like, when I was dating someone yeah but i feel like in my heart of heart i knew it wasn't really going anywhere because he ended up screwing me over as well anyway um but with dan gosh when did i delete it i think it was about two weeks in actually because um we went on our first four dates within two weeks oh okay like he really wanted to see me a lot like so dan if you're listening it it was you who organized all these days (laughs) it was all you it was all you um (laughs) and i think um the fact that he was so keen I think, yeah, and I think we actually had a conversation, like, maybe, I think on our fourth date. Yeah. And we, I I think he said, like, have you still got Tinder? Or, like, I would have said it. And we both were like, no, we've deleted it now. Yeah. She's like, oh, we're serious about each other. Oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah. for me, that kind of, like, massively puts me off. Because if I'm mm. talking to someone and I feel like it's really going somewhere and then their phone pops up they with still Tinder online, and I'm yeah. like... So for me, when I actually went on this date with this guy, I think it was two days. And at that point, I was like, that's fine. I'm okay. I'll see where this goes. I'm going to delete Tinder. Yeah. And that was it. And it's because, I don't know if it's because I'm like latch onto people, like a little leech, but I don't know. But you don't have to like delete Tinder. You could just like have it there, but not use it. The thing is, I didn't like it anyway. I was just like, I don't like talking to multiple people at the same time because then I get confused. Whose conversation was that? Eh. I think it's just because my brain is very small. And and I think, to be fair, you are using it with the intention of actually, like, trying to meet someone. Whereas a lot of people use it, like, Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Like, they just talk about with strangers, basically. And I do not like that. I'm very wary of stranger danger, and I am not a fan of that. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Um, I can't remember how I end these podcasts, so I'm going to end it like that. Nice. Um, Bridie, thank you so much for joining me. Anytime. Um, it's been very interesting hearing about your <laughs> single escapades. Oh, don't um, put it like that. But <laughs> good luck with whatever you want to do. Yeah, thanks. I think that is the good way to say it. <laughs> um, if you enjoyed the podcast, please rate it five stars on iTunes and subscribe. We all, you can also follow us on Twitter at ColourPinkPod. Bridie, where can we follow you? Uh, at Gibster on Twitter. How do you spell that though? G-I-B-B-S-T-A-A. 
Wow. Yeah. People tell me off because we've got very similar names. So yeah. it's like, you've got to change it now because otherwise everyone thinks it's Abby Gibson. And I'm like, well, no, it's not though. We are literally <laughs> different people. Like, <laughs> like, it's not like we've got the same colour hair. We're not no. the same height. Like, We're not like both hilarious and charismatic. Exactly. Same coat. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we are the same person. Okay. That's not the but point. Anyway, we sound so different. <laughs> we actually do. That's the most important thing. We have different voices. So thank you so much, Bridie, for joining me. And thank, thank you. you for thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And we will see you next time. Hasta la vista.